Black True Crime is a podcast that researches and discusses murders committed by Black offenders. It is a podcast that anyone and everyone is welcome to enjoy, but it may not be enjoyed by anyone and everyone, so listener discretion is advised. Now, without further ado, this is Black True Crime. Hello, everyone. Hi, guys. I'm Kayla. And I'm Kristen. And welcome to Black True Crime. Period. If this is your first time here at the show, welcome and hello. What's popping, y'all? We're here. We're ready to go. And I think we're a little excited. Oh, we're ex- we're ex- super excited. Because... Oh, I thought you were going to say we're ecstatic. Oh, no. I wish. I'm a little zooted and booted, but hey, I deserve it because it was my birthday. Yay! Round of applause. You know, like two days ago, though. But yeah, I saw all you guys' happy birthday wishes on Instagram. I still need to reply. I'm so sorry. But I was like, I need to get these episodes out first. So let's do that first. Anyway, thank you guys. Thank you so much. Okay, Kristen, are you ready for today's case? I am. I have a feeling it's going to be really juicy. Mm. Okay, well, actually, there's no intro for it. And it's because I wanted to do the case about our family member. So if you guys are on social media, on our Instagram, I put out a poll and I was like, should we post or should we even like cover this case that my dad told us about his grandmother? And I was like, yeah, it's worth it once I looked into it. So I want to share it with you guys. Let's do it. Okay. So I'm going to tell you guys what I know from the beginning, at least what is what I could find as the beginning. So here we go. Callie Mae Ball is my dad's grandmother. So she's our great grandmother. And she was born in like 1928 or 1929. I don't know where, but she eventually ended up in St. Louis, Missouri. Pause. Is she the maternal grandmother or the paternal grandmother of our father? Amazing question. I was about to answer it in my own way, but it is the maternal grandmother to my father. Okay. So according to our dad, she had six children, okay? Geraldine, Ricky, Sputnik, Rose, Shirley. Y'all know about Shirley. Rest in peace, Shirley. Rest in peace, on Shirley. Yes. And Bonita Cobina. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's her real name, Kristen. Um, I kind of like it. It's, it's giving a bop. <laughs> I told Terrell immediately. I said, am I going to steal Colbina? Probably. Is that her full name or like her middle name and her first name? That's her first and middle name. Okay. Bonita Colbina. Don't play with me. That's what it's giving. That's what it gives. Yeah. Like, do you know who I am? I'm Bonita Colbina. Colbina. I love it. Okay. So I wasn't able to find out like if she got married ever legally but I believe all except one of her children had the same dads. And I think Bonita was like the outlier. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's our grandmother, y'all. Correct. By 1969, Callie Mae was considered to be the common law wife of a man named Lim Hemphill Jr. Now, I was able to find out a little bit about Lim's family. It was a little juicy. So in 1928, about five or six years before Lim was even born, 
Mr. and Mrs. Hemphill owned a hotel in the Pendle, Alabama area. Wow. That's yeah. juicy. A fucking hotel. And they were black? It's giving opulence. Mm-hmm. Like in 1928. And in that time, in 1928, the hotel was actually being reopened after they had to shut it down for a while. Mm-hmm. So apparently there was some issues going on that were as bad for business. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. What type of issues? Constructural issues? Foundational issues? Mm-mm. Personal issues? Mm-hmm. In the news reports I read that were from two years earlier in 1926, the couple left the area due to a shooting that happened that involved some of their family members. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they're connected. Yeah, they're involved in some illegal shit and we're gonna to get the to the streets. <laughs> They'd only actually been back into the area for a couple of months before some shit went down again. On July 18th, 1928, there was a free-for-all fight that broke out at the Hemp Hills Hotel, okay? Mm -hmm. And people were all over the place, like, beating each other up, and it led to the police actually raiding the hotel itself. Mm Mm-hmm. And being the racist, yeah. I was about to say, they're probably Mm -hmm. like these black folks up in here cutting up. Time to shut it down. It wasn't just black folk that were involved. So they were destroying the hotel, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. And it turns out the fight started because of some moonshiners that were over at Greenshaw Farm. So the police ended up raiding Greenshaw Farm, arresting the Greenshaw guy. I didn't see his full name in the papers for some reason. I guess it was just like common knowledge back then. So they didn't even bother to mention it. Mm -hmm. But it didn't stop there. So they tore up the Hemp Hills Hotel and then they arrested the Greenshaw guy. And then somebody came back to the Hemp Hill Hotel. Now, we don't know who it was. It could have been police. It could have been other fucking racist people. Mm-hmm. But they ended up brutally whipping Mrs. Hemp Hill. Oh, no. Yeah. So Lim's mother. How dare they? Whipping. Yeah, who Isn't are that you? Disgusting. And they're clearly not black because I don't think no. what type of whipping a whooping or a whipping whip whip. Kristen whip. Mm-mm, the devil whip. is a lie. So what did Mister Hemphill do? Well, I guess they were just like scared as fuck because the people told them get the fuck out of here, and that's exactly what they did. So like that same night, they picked up and moved, and even in the papers. They noted that they didn't even know where they went. They just picked up and left to an undisclosed location and that's it. Well, I understand. Like, dang, if you ain't got it like that, if you don't have a whole gang behind you in a time like that, in a place like that, Mm -hmm. I would pick up a lead too. I'm not about to risk my life for no no motel, hotel, holiday inn. And it was because they were like involved in the moonshining business too that I think they were having issues. And Mm -hmm. with the shooting from before, I think Alabama just like, They just need to get the fuck out of there. Mm. So somehow they ended up in St. Louis, Missouri. (laughs) Hey, hometown. Mm -hmm. I want to include that cool little part because I was like, first of all, 1928, black people owned a hotel. What are we talking about? That's fucking dope. In the Mm -hmm. South? Mm -hmm. That should be like in somebody's history book somewhere. I've never fucking heard of it. Absolutely. Okay, back to Cali Bay. So but also, it's cool because it shows why we were born in St. Louis, Missouri, why our father was, mm-hmm. and why his mother was. Well, a little bit because we don't really know how Cali got to St. Louis. Like, I don't know much about her upbringing or anything, and I'm really pissed about that, even talking to dad. But yeah, somehow we ended up there okay. because we know his peoples are from Mississippi originally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Back to Cali Bay. 
1969, she was fucking with Lem. And I don't know how long they've been together. I know that our grandmother, Bonita, was born in 1954. So sometime after that. And none of her kids were fathered by him. Okay, and was Bonita the eldest? I do not know. Okay. Now, Lem was not a gem, okay? That man was into some criminal shit, and so was Callie. Mm. So... From so what just Bonnie and Clyde it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And probably I don't know. Bonnie and Clyde were like super deeply in love. I think they were really tumultuous toward each other as well. Mm, it so was like, giving toxic. It was giving domestic violence. On both ends. Mm. So from what my grandfather says, the man that procreated with Bonita to create my dad and one of his sisters, he said that Callie Mae was no fucking joke. Okay? She would stab you in a second threatened to kill you and all of the above she was just extremely volatile and, and extremely violent, violent. <laughs> mm-hmm. kind of like our grandmother i was about to say it makes sense yeah. that was passed down for sure but he also said that our grandmother wasn't like that until a day in 1971 mm. but we'll get to that so before that he said she was sweet she was nice to be around all that shit oh it changed did you interview our grandfather how do you know so much no your father talked to him and then i talked to your father Mm, that's cool so on friday june 13th 1969 lim shot and killed a man named 47 year old henry stewart why he was working at a quick shop in spanish lake at the time and apparently lim was trying to like rob the place But Henry's wallet was missing and the cash registers hadn't been touched. So, in my mind, it was more personal. Right. Or maybe a hit. Maybe Lim was a hitman. That's giving him a lot of credit. I mean, we don't know. We don't know. According to the medical examiner, Henry was shot twice in the head and once in the back. Okay. It was very emotional or it was very detached. Who goes up to someone and shoots them in the head? That's kind of crazy. And it's given like the guy maybe turned around and run away, pop, back. Came up on him, pop, pop, you know, to seal the deal. Oh, well, thanks for the visual. (laughs) But yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, I just thought in my head, I'm like shooting someone twice in the head is wild. That is. It's overkill, if you ask me. Yeah, for sure. And what's so weird is that our grandmother, Bonita, would go on to marry a man named Larry Stewart in the 80s, who later died and left her a widow. So I'm like, were they related? Was it his son? Hmm. Now that would be dope if it was. It would be crazy for sure. It would be like, what was our family a part of? And I had no idea. Mm-hmm. We're going to get more into that, though. A witness reported seeing a slender man dressed in a denim work suit walking away from the scene after the shooting, but that's all police really had to go off of right after. Mm. So obviously they had nothing. Yeah, they don't know if he's black, white, afro, no hair. Not really sure. The very next day, two men were shot and wounded, and apparently the shooting started because of a personal beef about a gambling debt. The victims were 38-year-old Clinton Love. He was shot multiple times in his abdomen and also in his right thigh and right hand. Mm. And he'd also been stabbed. Dang, all of that? Right. The other victim was 34-year-old Lem Hemphill Jr. Ooh. Mm. 
So he was shot in the stomach. Did he survive? <laughs> yeah. Both of them apparently survived from the, well, we'll get to it. So according to witnesses, Lem Jr. is the, is the one that stabbed Clinton during the argument. And then apparently Lem had a gun and Clinton was able to get it off of him and ended up giving it to Callie Mae. Like, you know, mm. get this shit out of here. But Callie Mae ended up shooting Clinton multiple times and claimed to accidentally shoot Lim in the process. <laughs> That's hard to believe. But right. at the same time, if she did shoot Clinton like that, clearly mm-hmm. that's who she wanted to get. Because Lim only got shot once. Right, right. I mean, she shot him multiple times in the... Ch- I mean, she must have unloaded on him or something. Yeah, like just sat right there and just got him good. Wow. She yeah. cold. <laughs> she, she didn't give a shit, Kristen. The article suggested that both men survived the attacks, which is, you know, a great thing. But I talked to my dad and he said that Callie Mae was responsible for the death of our aunt's grandfather. So our Aunt Marsha, and y'all know about Aunt Marsha. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, she's our dad's oldest sister. She's fucking crazy. She tried to fight me at her 55-year-old age, all that shit. Mm-hmm. And I haven't even seen her since I was like six, but whatever. So, yeah, her. Her mm-hmm. father's father died at the hands of Callie Mae. Okay. Skirt. So mm-hmm. that means Callie Mae had another man in her life. Marsha is Bonita's child. Right. But then... That means whoever Bonita was dating was Marsha's, you know, could be father. Right. Or at least yeah, her whatever. father. Her father. So one level above that is Bonita's mom, Callie Mae, mm-hmm. which means Callie Mae killed somebody that was her age, connected to her in some way that happens mm-hmm. to be Marsha's granddaddy. Right. I don't know if they were like connected in any other way other than it being Marsha's dad's dad. I really don't know like the this connection to that. This is very connected. I know it's giving that. So dad also mentioned that the last name was Love. Okay. And he said that her father, which is Marsha's father's name is Marty. He went by Marty. His real name is Martin. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know if there's a connection there. Could like be Martin maybe this could is... be Clinton's son or he is correct Clinton's son he could be yeah he could be and he could have died from these injuries and Bonita went behind after her mama who just could have killed mm-hmm. the, the the daddy mm-hmm. and she go and find the, the 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 son to do things with the son to have Marsha so if this happened in 1968 mm-hmm. no 1969 she was only 15. Granny was only 15. Yeah. And I th- and I think she had Marsha when she was 15 or 16, Kristen, because she had dad when she was like 18, I think. Which means, yes, somehow Bonita could have been connected to so-called Qu- Clinton's mm-hmm. son Ooh. during that time. And Callie Mae, her mama, mm-hmm. went and shot up her boyfriend's dad or whoever. Yeah. That That's happened. a mess. That could have, who knows, you know, because they could run in a tight circle like that. Clearly Clinton and Callie yeah. may were cool or at least were affiliated with each other, mm-hmm. which makes sense for Callie may's daughter to be dating his so-called son. And it makes sense for the quote unquote argument to have started over a gambling beef. You know, that's how they, worded each other so 
Yeah, that's a mess. This is getting juicy. It's a little crazy. It's a little crazy. Love it. So Callie Mae was arrested and charged with assault and intent to kill, but she never served any jail time. And Mm. yeah, when she was arrested, she just refused to really give a statement (laughs) about what happened. So okay, could Mm -hmm. that hurt her though? No, no, you don't have to speak. Like even I don't think Miranda rights were around back then. But if you don't want to speak to the police, you don't have to. You know, and if they didn't, and if they didn't have. And if they didn't have any, I guess, real evidence to go off of, I guess they could have let her go. Mm, Callie Mae was cold. Yeah, I don't know. I was about to say, maybe she was notorious in the area. Maybe she did some strange things to get out the clank. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. Okay, so she went back to Lim after she got out of jail. Who she shot? <laughs> maybe Toxic. it really was an accident. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Toxic love. <laughs> Period. But just two years later... Tragedy would strike again, but this time it would strike on Callie Mae's end. So on May 15th, 1971, 37-year-old Lim Hemphill shot and killed 42-year-old Callie Mae during an argument at their home. Wow. According to his claims of what happened that day, he only chose to shoot Callie after she threatened to kill him with a knife. So she was in his face like, I'm going to fucking kill you with this knife. Okay. I can see that. I definitely can see that. He managed to disarm her of the knife and threw it on the table. After disarming her, though, he shot her once and that made her fall. And then he stood over her and shot her twice in the head. Wow. Callie, he said, you done forgot who you playing with and killed her just like he killed the other guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lim was arrested on first-degree murder charges and went to trial in late 1971. Mm. Three years before dad was born, or two? Two years before dad was born, yeah. Oh, and not to mention, Bonita Cobina, our grandmother, was actually one of the people to find Callie dead. dead. And that's her mother, you know? And that's what kind of, like, just switched her, and she became this terrible person. (laughs) Wow. That we know and love. At the trial, a witness named Otis White might have been... <laughs> she said, I mean, hey, it's our, it's our truth. This is true. It's our truth. So at the trial, a witness named Otis White might have been there. I don't really know. But he claimed Lim's father, so Lim Sr., was the one that took the knife away from Callie. And after he threw it on the table, Callie yelled, quote, I'm going to kill both of you sons of bitches. Oh, Okay, Callie, you're a little outnumbered here. Yeah, but she was going wild banshee. And I don't know if drugs were even involved. That's the thing. Like, maybe drugs and alcohol hopefully were involved to explain this crazy erratic behavior. Could have been. I'm surprised it wasn't mentioned in whatever you, you know, you found on the case. Yeah, it wasn't. And then that's when Lim pulled out his revolver and shot her. Lim claimed he was scared that Callie would do what she was threatening to do so that's why he just had to take her life you know okay all the way to the extreme but you took it execution style like let's not act like you were fearing for your life yeah you were like okay you step to me i'm gonna have to put you down period and and maybe like her threatening his father sent him into a blind rage or something you know how some men are about their fathers so i don't know but either way she was threatening to kill them and he killed her first Mm -hmm. seems like self-defense especially if she's coming at them with a knife 
But it was noted that she wasn't holding the knife when he shot her, you know? So his life wasn't in immediate danger anymore. Yeah, he, I feel like he was tactical. Like, I felt like they both know who they were dealing with. Some killers, you know, some thugs. And (laughs) she stepped to him the wrong way and he took her out. Yeah, yeah. Definitely wasn't his first body, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Lim was found guilty of first-degree murder and was sentenced to life in prison in January of 1972. Mm. By April 1973, Lim had appealed his conviction on the grounds that the jury wasn't properly told if they could convict him of a lesser charge. So they either had first-degree murder or nothing. And since he did technically kill her, you know, even if it was self-defense, he used excessive force, let's be honest. And he killed a bit. And he killed someone. Yes. And it's not, it's never going to, shooting someone twice in the head is never going to give self defense. <laughs> it's just not. Unless you're trained and you accidentally follow through your training. You like, know? because you knew nothing else but to do it that style. Right. But we're talking about a thug. Like, he knew what he was doing. Street nigga. Period. And I would love to know at this point if our grandmother was a part of the trial, keeping in touch. Because at this point, dad has been born. April 1983, dad's already alive. No, this is 72. Or April 73. So this is when dad is like three months old. Excuse me. I said 83? Mm -hmm. I'm tripping. Mm -hmm. 73, which means Mm -hmm. dad was born. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I don't know if she kept up. She was probably trying to see how she could get in jail to slice his throat herself. (laughs) I believe that. <laughs> and the appellate the appellate court agreed with him wow. and reversed his conviction. Wow. Mm-hmm. But don't worry, he didn't get out of jail and like get to live his best life or anything. Authorities somehow found out that he was responsible for Henry Stewart's death. Ooh. Remember the guy that mm-hmm. he shot twice in the head for no fucking reason, it seems. Marsha's um, granddaddy. Yeah. No, Henry Stewart was Way the guy we're, specula- we're speculating that he is related to Larry Stewart, who Granny ended up marrying. Thank we're speculating you. That. Mm-hmm. So they got him on that. And I couldn't find much about him after I know that he was convicted for that murder. But yeah, that was a little bit about like Lim, Callie Mae. I wish I knew more about like how she grew up, why she was so damn aggressive, but this is all I could find. And since I don't plan on talking to my grandmother anytime soon, I probably will never know what really happened. So. Okay. But at the end of the day, that was awesome. Was it? Yeah. You found so much information and I'm like thinking to myself, this is our peoples. Like I'm shook to my core. Mm-hmm. And I know we talked a lot about Lemmy's side, but mm-hmm. just to know that Callie Mae was involved and that she yeah. was just as cutthroat, if not worse. Oh, yeah. She just happened to get got because she got too slick. Right. <laughs> right. With the wrong person who was just, I guess he was, they were giving each other a run for their money, you know, and it just ended up not in Callie's favor. It's like, um... Maybe like a viper and a moccasin snake, you know? They're both dangerous. Yeah. But one <laughs> got the other yeah. faster. Yeah. So. Oh, and I know we haven't talked about our mother's side, you know, as much, but I did find out a little bit from her that her grandmother, Essie, who's still alive and well, so our great-grandmother, she uh, used to host parties in her house so Mm. she has like maybe 10 kids by like eight different men Mm -hmm. and all the men that she had kids with were married she was like very pointed about that she didn't want 
a man like on her shit like that. You know, mm-hmm. she wanted to be able to give him back type of thing. Just terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she took care of all her kids, like basically by herself. She would. Most of them. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? One she gave away. Oh, yeah. One she gave to the wife and the father of that child mm-hmm. because they couldn't conceive. And the wife was like, you know, can we raise her? And she was like, sure. Mm-hmm. crazy but yeah so Essie used to host parties in her house and she would charge people to come in you know for food and stuff like that she said BB, she said bb king came to one of her parties actually a couple of her parties and performed she said she knew ike turner and said he was a piece of shit back then too <laughs> and Believe like it. yeah she was just really in the scene you know i'm Really freaking happy to hear that. And I hope, I wish I would have known that while we was up in that stanky house. (laughs) Everybody's feet that's been up in there. (laughs) We could have at least like been like, oh shit. Like, you you know, know, BB King was here. Right. We could have reverenced the house a little bit more. Yeah. We could still go there, but maybe not. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. This was more like just nostalgic for me. And since it's my birthday week, why the fuck not? You know? And if that was awesome and you enjoyed it, let us know in the comments because I did. Yeah, for sure. Let us know. If you enjoy the show in general, please leave us a five star review on Apple Podcast and Spotify. It really, really helps get our show out and shows us that you love us. And yeah. And thanks. No, this has been fun. Tune in for next time. See you later. Oh, what did we say? Be safe. Protect your peace. And protect your space. So, so we don't we have, have to, to cover, cover your case. case. Friend. Bye. Bye. You have a right to kill me. You have a right to do that. But you have no right to judge me. <laughs> <laughs>